book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, verses 17 through 19 in the NIV. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Sunday, December 12th. My name is Keith Ritchie, and I serve on the Elder Board and in Family Ministries at Bridgeway. Week 3 of Advent focuses on the theme of joy. To some, joy may seem elusive and difficult to describe. The dictionary describes joy as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. That's a nice enough description, I suppose, but it's strongly linked to the word happiness. In God's economy, Joy is far more rich in experience than the temporal feelings of happiness. God's Word provides us powerful images and illustrations to bring power and meaning to the Word. So what can we know about joy, and what does it look like practically? Let's explore a few of its hallmarks. First, we need to recognize that joy is part of God's character. It's not something we earn or create ourselves. True joy comes only from the Lord. When we're experiencing joy, we're doing something God does. Joy is utterly uncircumstantial. It is not defined by external, temporary situations. It is an abiding, enduring condition of our existence, a state of mind, and an orientation of the heart. Scholar and theologian Dallas Willard once said that, Joy is not a passing sensation of pleasure, but a pervasive sense of well-being that is infused with hope because of the goodness of God. That definition sure rings true to me. While joy comes from the Lord, we have a part to play as well. It's our job to receive and engage with the joy we've been given, recognizing how much greater it is than both the ecstasy or grief of a particular moment or life season. So why is now the time for joy? For many of us, our recent season has been marked by challenges, missed opportunities, stresses, illness, and loss. It may not initially feel like now is a particularly opportune time to experience joy, but as we reflect on today's message from Habakkuk, It reminds us that there's no better time to experience joy than when we face seasons of adversity. Why? It's because, despite that adversity, we remember the incredible God-given reasons we have for a closely related state of mind and heart, and that is gratitude. I'll share a personal story. About eight years ago, my mom Carrie was diagnosed with primary sclerosing cholangitis. It's a mouthful. It's a rare liver disorder. Following two years of progressive deterioration, of her liver function and liver failure approaching, we were elated to learn she was offered a liver transplant. The transplant was a success, and in addition to giving her a new lease on life, the experience rekindled her faith in the Lord. As rare as the disease is, rare still are the cases in which the disease returns. Sadly, less than three years following the transplant, the first symptoms of the disease began to reappear. As subsequent months passed and the insidious disease tightened its grip on mom for the second time, she, my brother, and I headed out to New Orleans, Louisiana, for a second liver transplant evaluation. After two weeks of poking and prodding from dozens of doctors, nurses, and specialists, we learned the heartbreaking news that a second transplant would not be possible for her. I remember so clearly what mom said when she heard the news. Well, that's that. I'm ready to go to heaven. A week later, After a harrowing trip home, that's exactly what she did. After all the pain and suffering, tests, and dozens of hospital stays, it was in that moment 
in what might appear to be the ultimate joy-robbing moment, she reminded me of this all-important truth. There indeed is a joy from the Lord that is beyond all boundaries of our circumstance. In those final days, she held on to the gratitude that comes from promises her Jesus had made. I too was incredibly grateful for those promises. For the Christ follower, Advent is a time for us to lean fully into the gratitude that comes from knowing we have a good Father who gives us good gifts. The most important gift He has given us is, of course, Himself, a Savior that has completed the work to mend our human brokenness, and a Holy Spirit that is ever-present, working in and through us, moment by moment each day. That gratitude is a catalyst for us to receive and experience the fullness of joy, transcending the ups and downs of any human experience. So, I invite you, join me in receiving and sharing the joy of the Lord this Advent season. The supply is endless, the benefits innumerable, the impact eternal. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for being the source of our everlasting joy. As we reflect this Advent season on all you have done for us, may our joy overflow. May we impact others for you in profound and unexpected ways. May nothing diminish what the truth of your word tells us. Your joy truly is our strength. Amen. Amen.